Zip, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine, and welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks. So by now, most of you are probably aware of how interconnection requirements like Rule 21 in California are changing to allow inverters to play an active role in stabilizing the grid. So while this can be a positive move to allow more renewable energy capacity on the grid, aspects like security and safety also have to be considered. So this is where UL comes in. And to tell us more, we have Bruce Bailey, VP of Renewable Energy, and Ken Boyce, Principal Engineer at UL. So thank you both for being here. Great to be with you, Kathy. Yeah, thank you so much, Kathy. So again, California has kind of led the way for inverters to become more interactive with the grid with Rule 21, which came into effect in September. So I'm curious, are you seeing utilities in other areas besides California looking to make similar changes in their interconnection requirements? Yeah, we are. Uh, California is leading the way because it has the most solar penetration. And in order to support this massive growth in solar on the grid, uh, smart inverters are really necessary. We're seeing other states move in the same direction. Hawaii is, is a key example where they have a very ambitious target of eventually 100% renewables for electricity supplies. And being an island grid, they really need to manage their solar resources and wind resources that much more carefully. But other states like Massachusetts, North Carolina, which is number two in solar capacity in the U.S., and I think eventually most states will be adopting similar standards to open the door for lots more solar to be on the grid and to allow the grid to operate smoothly. Are there any other factors that are kind of driving this? Yeah, Kathy, there's there's a lot of interesting things that really need to be addressed for inverters. They're very complex power electronic devices that have a critical role in connecting distributed energy resources to the grid. And so safety and grid compatibility are really key factors that are very interrelated. And UL certainly does a lot of evaluation and testing to prove out the adequacy of, of inverter technologies to be used in the marketplace. And that includes an evaluation of the grid compatibility and interconnection requirements. It includes a very rigorous safety evaluation. Uh, but we're also working on extensive assessments for inverter reliability and performance metrics. So owners of distributed energy resources can make the best investment decisions about their assets. We're also doing work with Sandia National Laboratories to develop new technologies that can better protect first responders during uh, fire tactical activities with rooftop solar installations. And finally, we're really doing some interesting work with government, industry, and uh, utility stakeholders to help address things like cybersecurity issues. So inverters, because of their complexity, require a lot of different types of assessments to make sure that they can be used in the best possible manner. A lot of work that goes into that that we may not necessarily always think about, those aspects like you mentioned, performance, security, safety. Um, I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about UL 1741 SA and what went into developing that. Again, that is the certification for uh, smart inverters that are able to be grid interactive, correct? That's exactly right, Kathy. Right. And, and there was a lot of very intensive work that was done 
to uh, develop those requirements contained in UL 1741 SA, really in response to the work that California Rule 21 demanded. And so we uh, convened uh, experts from the utility sector, from the industry, manufacturing, from other interested parties, the national laboratories, and came together and talked about what the technology needed to do in terms of grid demand and also what the uh, products actually could be reasonably expected to do. And that effort really resulted in those important requirements codified in UL 1741 SA. And so there is a series of uh, evaluations that would be done that are based on different source requirement documents like California Rule 21 or Hawaii Rule 14H that define what the smart inverter has to actually accomplish under these predetermined conditions. And then UL 1741SA addresses the methodology to assess the, the ability of the inverter to perform the right way for things like lower high voltage ride through, lower high frequency ride through, anti-islanding, must trip tests, um, soft start and, and ramp up. And those types of, of functionalities are exactly what makes a smart inverter smart. Just kind of a refresher, how does the process work? Say, you know, utilities are starting to realize that inverters can really help with some of their challenges uh, managing the grid. So do they come to you or is it more the developers or is it the manufacturers or everybody to kind of be like, well, we need some kind of certification or some kind of standard to make sure that all these inverters that are on the grid are really able to handle the job? That's a great question, Kathy. So, so public commissions and similar bodies in jurisdictions like states would actually define the approaches that have to be mandated. And the utilities are actually responsible for administering the grid and, and those grid interconnection uh, rules. So as different asset owners develop projects that would be connected to the grid, that's the nexus of all those things coming together. And that's where the uh, requirements of, of UL 1741SA, for example, are absolutely critical to allow everybody to agree on the right equipment being installed the right way um, that will perform both in terms of, of grid requirements and safety requirements properly. That collection of everybody coming together using equipment that manufacturers had brought to UL and, and had evaluated to UL1741SA establishes trust for grid interconnection and safety. Well, I was going to add that having a third-party objective point of view with a deep history in electrical and fire safety and standards development is something that UL brings to the table with organizations like the California Public Utility Commission and, and other authorities having jurisdiction for uh, ensuring safe and reliable and compatible interconnectability of new devices and ensuring that you achieve at least two goals. One is to ensure the ongoing safety and reliability of the grid, but also to promote the adoption of new renewable technologies, which historically, you know, they're new, they've been a challenge to be adopted. So smart inverters and UL's involvement in the task of accepting sort of new inverters and ensuring their functionality uh, is really helping to accelerate the growth of renewables and smart inverters, which really allow for eventually uh, intercommunications between 
these independent distributed projects and, and the utilities so that they can sort of work together in harmony. So that's new. It's a new business model for utilities. It's a new technical model. So again, UL is involved in a number of aspects of this sort of emerging new relationship to ensure sort of high quality and consistency throughout the industry. So what else is you all doing to address some of the other issues surrounding more smart inverters on the grid? UL is involved in a broad array of renewable energy applications. The wind industry has adopted smart inverter functionality much earlier because wind power got an earlier start in growing and growing rapidly, particularly at uh, uh, the large scale. UL works with a variety of clients to help uh, identify technical issues related to proper siting and operation of projects and interconnectability and interoperability with the, uh, the local grid. That requires an understanding of the resource availability in terms of time of day and time of year and load matching with both customers and, and the grid and understanding where challenges may arise with utilities and their ability to accommodate rapidly growing uh, percentage of their resources from renewables, which are non-dispatchable. Uh, so another aspect of UL's uh, role is in working with independent system operators, say throughout North America, and providing next hour and next day forecasts, output of solar projects, including wind projects, so that operators and schedulers who are keeping the grid operating economically and reliably uh, just have more definitive insights into the short-term output of, of projects. Well, you certainly do important work at UL, very important to the growth of renewables, such as solar in particular. So very interesting how that all comes together. Is there anything that solar contractors should be aware of to ensure that they're making the safest and most secure installations possible? Yeah, of course, looking for the trusted UL mark is is a critical assurance that the product has been rigorously assessed for safety and those key attributes, such as Rule 21 compliance. And that's certainly a big focus for UL, empowering trust in, in renewable energy and the technologies, as Bruce had, had outlined. It's certainly critical to follow manufacturer's instructions for for installation of the equipment, and that's a really critical aspect of, of any installation. Knowing those uh, safety requirements in, in things like the National Electrical Code and the utility and, and grid interconnect codes is, is certainly critical. And the great news is, Kathy, there's a lot of different training and qualification programs that are available that uh, those contractors can rely on to help make sure that there's a good, sound knowledge of all those those different critical attributes, and then have the right installation done the right way. So it's it's great that there are a lot of science-based solutions that empower good decisions and, and safe installations that are out there. And as Bruce had outlined, UL is really working on continuing to develop our portfolio of offerings to make sure that we support all those stakeholders through the renewable energy sector to, to continue that important work. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. It's been great speaking with you both. Thank you, Kathy. Great. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Kathy. I'm Kathy Zip, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Thanks for tuning in.